In our gospel lesson, Jesus tells us to practice hospitality, to give others welcome. He tells us also to love our enemies and pray for those who persecute us and to love our neighbors as ourselves. As we approach the 4th of July and the celebration of our nation's independence, we see that our nation is increasingly polarized, and we do well to remember the unifying foundations of our faith. When asked who our neighbor is, Jesus responded with the story of the Good Samaritan. He chose an outcast, a person of a faith deemed inferior to the Jews, to be the exemplar of the loving kindness required by God. Jesus worked throughout his ministry to break down the barriers that separated the righteous from the sinner, the haves from the have-nots, and the religiously correct from those on the margins. It seems tribalism is inherent in human nature, and our faith requires that we move beyond it. The movement beyond tribalism is also written into the documents that formed our nation. The Constitution begins, we the people, and those who crafted it and signed it did not say, we the white, land-owning, male, some even slave-holding Christians, although that was in fact who they were. In an age long before inclusive language, they wrote, we the people, and thereby left room for all of us. Recently, I joined other Los Gatos clergy to stand with our Muslim community members in protest of a group seeking to marginalize Muslims. One woman of the Saratoga Islamic community was there with her daughters and was holding a large painting of a Muslim woman in a headscarf made of the American flag. And beneath it was written, we the people. I began to think just what we the people meant as we begin to approach the 4th of July. I thought of a man who taught me portraiture at the Triton Museum of Art and remember how he told me he had first come to this country as a Vietnamese boat person. Initially, his boat had been turned back and he was imprisoned by the North Vietnamese. But later, he found his way back to this country and is now a successful portrait artist in Willow Glen. We the people. And his story reminded me of an elegant white-haired woman long ago at a meeting of religious leaders in Nevada when the community discussed whether or not to accept a boatload of Vietnamese refugees. She stood up and said, as a Jewess, I cannot stand by and have those people turned away. We the people. And I thought of a migrant worker who wrote beautiful stories of his childhood in the fields and orchards of California and went on to become a distinguished professor of literature in this valley and is raising children and now grandchildren and living the American dream. We the people. I also thought of a group of Sudanese men who were once known as the Lost Boys of Sudan and had wandered Africa in a group of children 
until they found their way here. Later, they returned to South Sudan and brought back wives and are now raising their young children in the 10 a.m. community at Trinity Cathedral. We the people. In a sense, our democracy is much like this church. Just as none of us owns St. Luke's, even though we may lovingly support it with our time, talent, and treasure, ultimately we bequeath it to the future, and it most truly belongs to the last person who entered these doors looking for God and a loving community. And that person is welcome here regardless of any of the differences used to separate people. In Kelly Park in San Jose, there is a history section, and one of the old houses that has been moved there once belonged to Edwin Markham, a local poet. He wrote a quatrain that I memorized years ago and is worthy of memorizing, and it's very appropriate both for our nation and for our life of faith. The title is Outwitted. He drew a circle that shut me out, heretic, rebel, a thing to flout. But love and I had the wit to win. We drew a circle that took him in. So let us keep drawing those larger circles. Amen.